I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. Hello and welcome back to Indie Book Talk. Today, I am very excited to introduce you to one of the fellow professors at the I'm an Author Academy, who also happens to be a very talented writer in his own right, and one of those people who just gives back and gives back and gives back to the writing community. We have Lee Hall, author of Consistent Creative Content, and he's going to talk to us today about growing your audience on Twitter and why that might be a good idea for you. Welcome to the show, Lee. Uh, Hello. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, It's good to be here. Okay, so before we jump into the Twitter talk, I need to know what the Author Academy is. Oh, yes, we haven't filled Shelley in. <laughs> ah, yeah, that probably would have been a good idea. But yeah, we can do that now. Basically, myself and Emma were kind of, I want to say headhunted a little bit, probably. <laughs> we were approached by another another fellow author, Emma Jean, who is a very talented Instagram-based author, has released some children's books over the years, and she's decided to put together a, an academy <laughs> to help the future generation of writers and authors. And she's asked us to... Um, to have some involvement and help out as professors, which is That's... quite a, quite an honor, really, um, to right? be called a professor. Is, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm leaning into that. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Congratulations, both of you. So that's how we met. That's the background. Yeah, yeah. So now everyone go check out the Author Academy. I'm sure it's got a website. Yes, I'm an authoracademy.com. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, our part is aimed at uh, teenagers. So if you're in high school. But I think Emma Jean also has some other projects in the works maybe for some other age groups as this starts to grow so yeah go follow it on instagram keep an eye on it and uh i'm sure lee and i will be talking about it on twitter as well yes definitely i thought yeah we've already started a few little uh, tweets and stuff we shared about it um but yeah that's probably going to get bigger and bigger as the year goes on fantastic so now that i i learned that part please share with us how Twitter can help grow your audience or, or help you write your book because I am not really good with Twitter. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, yes. before so, you even say um, anything, Shelly just followed the Indie Book Talk Twitter account <laughs> like yesterday. Just as context. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm attempting to grow in this whole social media thing. We're so go ahead, Lee. Just tell me what I need to do. <laughs> okay, so Twitter basically is, it's all dialogue, personally, to me anyway, and it's quite a natural fit for anybody in, uh, in all walks of writing, um, from your, your nonfiction to your fiction to your journalism, poetry, uh, screenwriting, all of that is centered around dialogue, and so is Twitter, essentially. It's a conversation tool, and you can get quite good results on Twitter if you just converse. Over many years, I mean, it's taken me a long time to figure out Twitter, I mean, I start. I joined the platform in 2013, quite a while ago now, before I was ever published. Just looking for a platform, basically. I think I probably Googled it, um, what to do to get an author platform, and it said you should, yeah, join Twitter. And hmm. that's good. so I started there, and for a long time, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, so when you don't really know what you're doing with something, you don't particularly treat it seriously. And it got to about, I mean, this is years now this is probably 2018 i probably realized the actual power behind twitter and if you can post something with some level of incentive uh, you'll probably get some level of engagement which will then lead to visibility which will then eventually drive book sales or it will drive engagement where people help you 
with your writing projects. I mean, I've my last uh, release, consistent creative content. I met my three beta readers from Twitter, and all three of them help edit the book as well for free. So it kind of tells you how powerful it is for connections, but it's also really a good tool to sort of spread your own brand mm-hmm. or brand awareness and eventually sell whatever product you're selling as well. I think the misconception is a lot of authors jump into Twitter and try to just sell straight away as mm-hmm. like a, a sales-centric attitude. And it, it takes time, basically, Twitter, because through conversation, you're eventually going to connect with people that are like-minded. I mean, I have a lot of authors in my following, but I also have a lot of readers as well. And it just takes a long time to build trust. And if you build trust with your audience, and that's going to take time naturally anyway, they will Mm -hmm. invest in you. And it's been rather successful for me. Probably in the last few years, it's got a lot better. Um, I mean, I started last year. So this time last year, I had about 5,000 followers. And uh, by Christmas Eve last year, I had 20,000 followers. Um, That's a huge jump. But I've basically figured out how Twitter works by spending a lot more time on it. So for us newbies, (laughs) how do you build your audience? I mean, I understand you engage with other people and and it does take time, but are there any tips? Should you, I don't know. I don't just want to post like quotes or like nonsense all day. What, what's the best way to go about doing this? Well, I mean, there's so many different things you can do to begin with. You're on the right track. What you've mentioned already, what you can share is sharing anything that, probably inspires, informs, entertains, or gives some level of value to someone. Someone out there will probably appreciate what you have to say. Even if you have a very, very small following, someone will resonate with it eventually. And uh, I call it the fifth element out of that. It's the the fifth part of inspiring, informing, entertaining, giving value is uh, the incentive part. So if you have something to offer, mm-hmm. and that, that might not even be a book that could be um, you ask a question or you could you could ask your audience for something to kind of motivate them to respond to you. So a good example is that, I, I mean, I do a lot of this nearly every day. I'll ask my audience, who are mainly writers, to, I don't know, describe your book in three words. Hmm. And that kind of does the, the inspire, the inform, the entertain and value bit. But if you wanted to add real incentive to that, then at the end of that tweet, I, I would normally add, I will retweet my favorites, which is just another extra dimension to a tweet. You're kind of giving someone more of an opportunity and giving them more reason to engage with you if you have something to give back. And giving back is is something as simple as a follow, a like, a retweet, even a comment. One of the biggest revelations I had, and I only realized this last year, is if you reply to someone, um, if you can try and think of something to say instead of just liking someone's reply, you can actually physically reply back to a reply that increases your visibility by tenfold. It's interesting. Yeah. It's so many little type hints and tips. It's just learning the little details over the years has really sort of honed my, the way I operate on Twitter. Um, and Twitter is, I mean, sort of the underbelly of Twitter and the algorithms people call them and stuff are very, they're, they're elusive. No one really knows how Twitter works. Um, <laughs> and I think that's how they like it to an extent. They don't <laughs> want someone to, to figure out everything because it's, it's basically like if you, um, you went outside and lived life with the cheat codes on, then it would be massively unfair with everyone else. 
if you could fly around when everyone else is having to go and sit in their car and sit in traffic to go to work and you're just flying past like Superman. It's the same concept on Twitter. They, they keep things um, moving as well. They change the goalposts quite often. Um, and the more time you spend on there, the more you realize that. And I mean, I'm obsessed with Twitter. I'm kind of addicted to it, but I, I like to think I'm a functioning addict that gets good <laughs> results. Like I'm addicted to the good results part. And if, it, if the results stop, I'll probably lose interest. But it's just exploded over time for me. It's just snowballed into more and more follows and sales. Eventually, they gradually grew from every two weeks a few years ago to I sell a book every other day now through Twitter. And I'm, nice. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not even sharing my book link very often. I'm not even sharing my book covers very often. It's just they find something interesting that I say, and then that kind of motivates visibility and visibility leads to engagement, sales, trust. It's, then it, it sort of goes henceforth. From the very beginning, if you're starting at zero, it is difficult and it's daunting as well because there's just so much going on on Twitter. But just dive in. It's conversation. If you can converse with people, then you'll probably be okay. So how much time do you devote to Twitter a day for your the author's Not your personal wanting to be on Twitter, just for your, your brand. I know it might be hard to differentiate, but... I would probably say roughly three to four hours, maybe. Wow, okay. It's a heavy time commitment. A lot of that is it's kind of ingrained in me now. It's not like I will just sit there and be on Twitter for hours. I'll mm-hmm. spend half an hour drafting or editing, then I'll go check Twitter, put a tweet out or something, and then go back to my project, and then go to, back to my blogging project, then go to Twitter again. I'm constantly back and forth. I'm, yeah, I'm basically speeding around the place. I'm just going back and forth to stuff. It's, it's really complex. Um, I've built up over, over years, basically. And yeah, it's all about just spending time on the platform. And normally, if you spend more time, and this is writing in general, really, if you spend sort of more time doing it, eventually, you're either going to improve, or you're going to enjoy it. And then I call it the, the improvement to enjoyment death loop. It sounds dramatic, <laughs> it sounds dramatic, but it's not. It's just you, you eventually improve because you're enjoying it, and then you're enjoying it because I you're improving. I need that on, like, on a T-shirt, the improvement to enjoyment death loop. <laughs> yeah, I have been thinking about merchandise, actually. That might, yeah, that could work. It just you sounds like a very badass author that. thing. Like, we got this going. I would buy that. Yeah, I, I am thinking of going into T-shirts. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's an idea. But, yeah, it just spins around, basically, if you're enjoying it and you're improving. And you just, it just goes round and round and round, and it's, it becomes addictive. And and they want you to be addictive as well, I think, Twitter. Again, I can't confirm that because they're so elusive. They, they don't answer my calls. So, <laughs> so it's a giant yeah. secret club out in the public. No one really knows what they're yeah. doing or how it works, but we're all in it. Okay. Yeah, it's just it. hidden in plain sight. And there's, like, little secret clubs inside the big club because, like, the writer's community club is its own secret. Yeah, that's... A, quite a big deal on on twitter or my part of twitter anyway I'm, i i tend to use the writing community hashtag every now and then i find it to be a little bit fickle though in the sense that you have to have something super um crowd pleasing for it to really um sort of hit off for it to get good traction um yeah so the writing community is that's everybody kind of falls under that bracket in who is in writing basically and it is a super supportive group of people um i mean i wouldn't have the following i have really if it wasn't for that community i mean i probably would have given up um probably publishing if it wasn't for that support wow it's it's massive i'm kind of scrolling through things now 
So pictures of random kittens are not going to be good here. Okay, I need actual good content. I, I got mean, it. we like kittens too. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Um, it's, you'd be surprised what does work and what doesn't. I mean, the thing is, the mundane is probably interesting to someone somewhere. You, you might think it's mm-hmm. something you put up is relatively boring, but to someone, it's exotic. And because it's such a well-connected platform, there's people all over the world that you you are basically potential to connect with. It's yeah, it's posting anything works basically. Eventually, and that's basically what I did for the last few years. I I found quality through quantity. I was I mean I tweet up to four hundred times a month. I think it's around that, and that's all in. That's not just original tweets. That's replies and retweets and anything between 400 to 600 times a month. And then the more you tweet, the normally the more followers you gain as well, because you're just more visible. And Twitter, I think, likes you tweeting more. I think, again, I can't confirm that. <laughs> we cannot confirm or deny no, it's like a, what it's, Twitter's doing. It's like I'm, I'm behaving like a secret agent. I'm not. I, yeah, I, I, would, I would love to have a, a tour of Twitter HQ and see how they do things. but You'll never get in. No, no probably not. <laughs> so... Do you use any other social media or is, is Twitter it for you? Yes. So I'm on Instagram. That's I don't take that particularly seriously. I joined Instagram a little bit later on after I initially started. So when I came out as an author initially, I was I started with Facebook and I started Twitter and a WordPress blog. They were like my three main places. Twitter kind of spent a lot of time in purgatory until only recently, and now it's suddenly taken off. Uh, Facebook was my main sort of I'm place. sorry, Twitter spent a lot of time in purgatory? What? Well, <laughs> well I spent a lot of my time in Twitter purgatory. Um, okay. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the term I, I sort of phrase for probably about five, six years I spent not knowing what I was doing, really. Um, so I didn't okay. get particular- merchandise. I seriously need you to merchandise some of these phrases because <laughs> yeah. I love them. Thank you. Yeah, but um, back to my um, <laughs> platforms. Uh, so I, I'm, I have a Facebook page. That's only got about 500 or so follows. Um, that didn't do particularly well. It was my best platform for a little while, but then my WordPress blog kind of took off eventually when I started reviewing indie books. And that was a major turning point in everything. In 2018, I started dedicating a lot of time to reviewing indie works. And that kind of helped the next few years, everything kind of move towards taking off and then in 2021 it took off big time on twitter for me 2021 was my best year um it's looking like this year is gonna be quite good as well i hope it is i mean it started really well so yeah fingers crossed it'd be just as good so someone starting out like me or even someone that's been there for a little bit what is your biggest tip to to make twitter work for you probably the best thing you can do is be supportive to um, as many people as you can on there. And the thing is about being supportive. You can't really do it disingenuously. You have to be genuine at supporting right. people and um, reaching out to others. And one of the things I didn't realize subconsciously I was doing it, but because social media, Twitter, they all get kind of a bad rap sometimes for being full of trolls, for being negative places. But if you, I, I kind of think of them as some real good feats of social engineering. And I didn't realize I was kind of making my Twitter a kind of a nice place to be um, until I started reviewing indie books, supporting others. And people are drawn to that. People are drawn to nice places, basically. If you can consider your Twitter as 
a, a nice bar or a nice restaurant, the reason people go back to nice bars and restaurants is probably for the atmosphere. And if you can create a nice atmosphere, you're on to a, probably a winning formula. That makes total sense. I love that whole mentality. And I think that that's true. You know, social media is kind of what you put into it is what you get out. And I hear people complain about all these horrible things. Well, maybe don't engage with people posting horrible things. Yeah, that's that's definitely a very valid solution. And I will happily admit there is a lo- social media, the companies that run them. I mean, they have a long way to go to stopping people from being trolls and from being discriminatory and for terrorizing people and there are some real horror stories but there are some real inspirational stories as well of i mean twitter my crowd is on twitter i mean i go there every day and it like when i've had an anxious day or something i look at twitter and i've had i feel better to see i've got all these notifications of people that want to talk to me and engage with me and it kind of gives meaning to everything you know we all chose this indie path probably to go our own way so we probably started at zero as well and to get anything better than zero at any given day is a result in my eyes even now i mean i may have twenty two thousand followers on twitter but anything more than a couple of likes for a tweet is to me is a job done well and it's it scales it's, it's watching the scales move over time basically did the work that you've been doing on twitter and the community that you're building influence your constant creative content book um a little bit so I got to, I think it was, this was a little bit before my Twitter started ramping up a lot. I just basically had a brainwave. I'm going to write a guidebook just because I'd spent nearly four or so years gradually selling books. I wasn't, I mean, I don't have great numbers, but I have good enough numbers probably to pass on some knowledge. And I managed to put that book together probably with, I would say, 60% of the stuff that I know. Because I'd say a good 40% of what I know, I don't actually know it as fact, if you know what I mean. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I probably couldn't put it in a book because it probably wouldn't be actual fact. I, I mean, I, I know so many different things about Twitter. But again, because they're so elusive, you can't really nail them down as facts. Um, and other elements of publishing as well, like if sort of keyword stuff, if you're publishing on Kindle Direct Publishing, I know if you put the title of your book in one of your keywords it will make it easier to find on Amazon, the Amazon search bar. And the Amazon search bar is a very intelligent search bar. But that stuff I've only learned through years and I'm still not fully like sure on it. So it's a good mm-hmm. 60% of everything I've learned in those four and a half or four years I managed to put into a book um, to kind of pass on to people who have just sort of either starting or they just need a little reassurance that they're on the right path. And I've already had reviews saying that most of the stuff I do know, but it's good to know someone else that has been through it. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that book. That seems like, I mean, part of why we do what we do is to let other indie authors know you're not out there in the void by yourself. Uh, Other people have, have walked this path and you know, you'll, you'll find new ways to do it, but we've done parts of it before. And if we pool our knowledge, we can get a lot further. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of thinking. So if someone wants to follow you on Twitter or the other socials, uh, how do they find you? So uh, I'm on Twitter as L Hall Writer. Um, and I'm on my 
blog, my uh, my website is leehallwriter.com. And you can find me on Instagram as well as this is Lee Hall. This is Lee Hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hoping someday whenever I do a TED talk, they're going to announce me as that. Awesome. <laughs> you can have a custom shirt made just for you that says this is legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge of Twitter. Um, hopefully you'll pick up a few more followers when this goes out because everybody go follow Lee. And, you know, while you're at it, follow Indie Book Talk on Twitter because we share funny memes and also advice on publishing and episodes of the show. So you never miss one. Thanks, Lee. Thank you.